So did you guys ever get coal for Christmas? No. No? You you weren't threatened with coal at all? My mom got me like there's like a little like net baggie mm-hmm. of chocolate coals. But that's as much that's that's as far as that funny. that's just as far as that went. Yeah. So you never received like the threat of anything like that? Yeah, I mean I got I got threatened with it. Coal in your stocking. Uh huh. How about you? Do you really want to hear that? Yeah. I think we know the answer. Uh, I found me and Jordan's presents. So <laughs> and unwrap them, and my mom found out about it and like threatened to take everything back to the store and return it. And she's like, "I'm getting you guys notebooks and pencils, and that's all you're getting." And she <laughs> yes. <laughs> so in your case, you deserved coal. Oh, I absolutely did. And maybe a visit from our topic of today. Most likely. Actually, absolutely. no, it is definitely. Absolutely. I, I actually probably need a visit at least once a year. <laughs> I mean, I had that happen um, at my house. I found the presents. Yep. And just brought them out of the, my mom's closet. <laughs> And then to keep up the illusion of Christmas, she's like, oh, those are for your cousin or whatever. And then she bought all new presents. Oh, my god! And then just kept those up at the top of the closet and forgot about them. Oh, my God. My grandmother did that. She wrapped presents for us, forgot about them. And then when they were, like, doing her house, like, selling it, she found them. Oh, my gosh. How old were they? Like, four or five years old. That's hilarious. They were, like, toys. For like Jordan, <laughs> like there's all kinds of shit up there. Like she would hide it and then forgot about it. There was you could see like that. the the progression of toys <laughs> that she had forgotten about. I've I think there never was some for found. Jackson. No, yeah, yeah. I've never found my Christmas presents. Ever. Mm. My parents always, you know, my mom. My mom had the best option. She would hide them at her shop where nobody would get them. Yeah. And then I started doing... Well, that's a smart move. I started hiding them in my office because I'm like, nobody's gonna, he's not ever going to see those. You start pilfering right. and plundering around the house? <laughs> uh, he actually, I don't think Jackson's ever been... He just like... The illusion's still there. Is so, it? Yeah, it's still there. Adeline is nosy as shit. Oh, she would find them. You're going to hide them, hide them. I have no idea where to hide them. Like zero. Parents' house. She's nosy there too. Oh. You have to figure that out. Sam's going to call us like, can I please use your attic? Can I store in the podcast room? Well, if you're wondering why we're talking about being bad fucking kids (laughs) and deserving coal, um, today's topic and lovely tale of terror is Krampus. To kick off our horror days. Yeah. So we hope you enjoy the, the knowledge of Krampus. Every year in early December, children in Austria get ready for St. Nicholas to visit them. If they've been good, he'll reward them with presents and treats. But if they've been bad, they'll get a lot more than a lump of coal. They'll have to face Krampus. You can usually hear him coming as the soft steps of his bare human foot alternate with the clip-clop of his cloven hoof. And when you see him, you'll instantly notice that he's armed with birch branches so he can beat the naughty children. So one thing about this, you'll either see him with one human foot and one goat foot, 
or two cloven hooves really? to make him more devilly in appearance. But uh, you could say he's akin to uh, the Maryland Goat Man. Maybe, maybe one of those type of monsters. His like third cousin yeah. out in Europe. I wonder how their family reunions are. Long, long line of goat men. <laughs> family Killing reunion. children. Yep. Family reunions must be a lot of fun. Oh, for sure. Who is Krampus, you ask? The Krampus is the yin to St. Nick's yang. He is the half man, half goat who comes around every year to chase naughty children and maybe even drag them to hell. He's basically anti-Santa. Yeah. Pretty much. He is described as a hairy creature, usually brown or black, with the horns of a goat, cloven hooves, fangs, and a long, pointy tongue. I wonder what he does with that long, pointy tongue. <laughs> what that mouth do? You, you know, the. <laughs> it makes me think of the uh, It's Always Sunny Christmas episode where Charlie sees the mall Santa. He's like, did you fuck my mom, Santa Claus? Oh, my God. Just imagine God. walking up to a mall Krampus, which we need. Uh, mall Krampuses should be a thing, but uh, walking up, did you eat my mom out, Krampus? No, be a lot less naughty children. I'll tell you that there, there would was, be. Did you eat my mom out, Krampus? Can I take like, my pet on. to go to sit on Krampus's lap, dude? Mall Krampuses make it a thing for sure. I would absolutely take Jackson and Salem, mm. Adeline too. Yep, I mean, we can he, make it a he family was like, affair. He, he needs to happen. It needs to happen. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to Matt about that. Yeah. <laughs> he would be all for it. Mm-hmm. He also carries chains and thrashes them for dramatic effect. I feel that. That's extra of, as fuck. I do a lot of things for dramatic effect. Ask Ryan. Just thrash him out <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> How did Krampus become a regular part of holiday fun in places like Austria, Bavaria, the Czech Republic, and Slovenia? Nobody's entirely certain, but most people believe that Krampus originally hails from the Alpine region's pagan past. His name comes from the German word Krampen, which means claw, and he bears a striking resemblance to the old Norse legends about the son of hell, the god of the underworld. It's a compelling theory, especially since Krampus's appearance coincides with a number of pagan winter rites. Notably, one that sends people parading through the streets to disperse the ghost of winter. It's like bonus round Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Halloween, but make it winter. Fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm here for it. Over the years, as Christianity gained popularity in the region, aspects of Krampus's appearance began to shift to fall in line with Christian beliefs. The chains, for example, were not originally a feature of Hell's ghoulish son. It's believed that Christians added them to evoke the binding of the devil. And that wasn't the only change they made. Under Christian hands, Krampus took on a number of more devilish qualities, like the basket that he uses to carry wicked children to Hell. Yeah, this whole thing is like to keep naughty kids in line. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's perfect. Yeah. But it's just, like the uh, more elevated version of you to call Santa so Santa can ask like your child if it's been good or not. Well, we'll find oh, more out about he's that. Like the elf on the shelf, but just in a bigger form. Yeah, he's he's the badass <laughs> elf on the shelf. But I'm not sure he actually takes them to hell. I'm proposing a theory. He might take the naughty children to the North Pole and 
Santa converts them to elves to work in his factories. Or do they become Yuletide kids? Could be. Well, that's a different person. He's like a Gertie or something like that that mm. controls the Yuletide kids. <laughs> Today, Krampus has his own celebration on the day before the Feast of St. Nicholas in the Alpine region. Every year on December 5th is a night called Krampusnacht. Elegantly dressed St. Nick's pair up with the monstrously outfitted Krampuses and make the rounds to homes and businesses offering gifts and playful threats. Some people exchange Krampusnacht greeting cards that depict the horned beast alongside festive and funny messages. So what's really funny about this is like during Krampus's resurgence, um, they were making Krampus Christmas like cards. And then all of a sudden they started making sexy Krampus Christmas oh cards. Oh my god. Like one of the things they were making were like female Krampuses. Was it's like nothing. They, they were making Yeah, they were wearing like pinup girl shit. No! Oh Is there nothing sacred? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sex elves. Like the whole urban legend is Krampus um, would roll into town with St. Nick and like St. Nick might leave coal in a stocking of a bad kid. Or if little Timmy opens his presence early, like somebody is sitting at this table right now. <laughs> um, Not me. Where's my spanking? Oh, you get drug Save off. Save that for after I leave, okay? You, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna, Where's my birch wood you're, you're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to turn you into my little elf. Oh, God. <laughs> December 5th, it's happening. It's going down. <laughs> Sometimes, large groups of people dress up as Krampus and run amok through the streets, chasing friends and passerbys with birch sticks. This activity is especially popular among young men. This is so cool. Like, just imagine 50 Krampuses just roaming the street. It's like mischief night, but Christmas. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Halloween 2.0. He's the holiday yeah. devil. It's, it's fucking awesome. I love it. I'm here for it. Tourists who've witnessed this rowdy celebration say that running into a coffee shop won't save you from getting swatted. And the swats aren't exactly gentle. But luckily, they're usually confined to the legs, and the festive atmosphere often makes up for the occasional welt. Yeah, so they're just roaming the streets beating the shit out of people. Bro, if you come at me with a birch stick, I am decking you in the face. Just, I'm, I'm turning around hauling off. Oh, the mask is made out of wood. So that's going to hurt like a motherfucker. Who says I'm hauling you out? Like, mm -hmm. Sam, you're low. You can do a leg sweep. I am low to the ground. Yeah. I'm convenient. I'm aerodynamic. <laughs> you could leg sweep Krampus. Compact. <laughs> <laughs> the tradition has become an important one in many countries and has come to include expensive handmade masks, elaborate costumes, and even parades. Though some complain that the celebration is becoming too commercialized, many aspects of the old festival endure. Krampus masks, for example, are typically carved from wood, and they are the products of significant labor. And artisans often work for months on the costumes, which sometimes end up on display in museums as examples of a living tradition of folk art. It's always remarkable when ancient traditions make it to the present. But Krampus has had an especially rough fight for survival. In Austria in 1923, Krampus and all Krampusnacht activities were banned by the fascist Christian Social Party. And their motives were a little murky. Fucking Nazis ruining everything. <laughs> Literally. 
Though they agreed that Krampus was a force for evil, there seems to have been some confusion about whether that was because of his clear ties to the Christian devil or his less clear ties to the social democrats. Either way, they were sure that Krampus wasn't good for kids, and they passed out pamphlets titled Krampus is an Evil Man, warning parents against influencing young children with threats of a violent holiday intruder. I mean, it would be Germany that would come up with such a lovely tradition (laughs) of a holiday demon coming to steal and beat the shit out of your children if they've been bad. I mean... The Germans don't care. No! No! I'm German. Is that why I don't give a fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Do you threaten your child? I do. Mm, I do too. Yeah. And are you even a parent if you don't threaten your child? I told mine I was going to put him in uh, something very similar to a concentration camp. Jesus Christ. I told mine that if she wants to act like a wild animal, she can be treated like one. Because she's literally torn apart my blinds in her room. I'm going to start the hashtag Maka. Make Krampus great again. <laughs> Maka. <laughs> I love it. I can't. Makaka or some shit. I don't know. Magka. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Make Krampus great again though. Make Krampus great again. Oh my god. Though they may have had a point about the traumatic effects of telling misbehaving children that they were going to be eaten by St. Nick's evil twin, society wasn't deeply moved. Yeah, because people fucking hate change, dude. If if there's been Krampuses roaming the streets every December 5th for the last hundred years and it's tradition, you're not going to tell those people that they can't get drunk and roam the streets and beat the shit out of tourists. Don't let's not make that a thing here because I feel like they would have a freaking field day here. Too fucking late. <laughs> I'm not leaving my house on December 5th. <laughs> Krampus Day. <laughs> Krampus Day. The ban lasted for about four years and vague murmurs of disapproval continued only a little while longer. But in the end, no one could keep Krampus down. No one puts Krampus in the corner. Nobody puts Krampus in the corner. <laughs> he's got a birchwood stick. Yeah, he's going to beat the shit out of you with a stick. Absolutely. And then take your children to hell. <laughs> they bring them back. They bring mine back, at least. Mm. By the end of the 20th century, Krampus was back in full force. And in recent years, he's made the leap across the pond to the United States. In North America, support for the Christmas Devil is not as fantastic as Europe, but it is growing with Krampus festivals across the country, including ones in Los Angeles, Philadelphia, and New York City. Now, I hadn't heard about Krampus uh, until about 2011. I'd never even heard of this thing. I think that's about when I heard about it, too. Yeah, I'd heard about it on the show The League. I've Uh, never watched that. There's a character that's like going around like, we need a Krampus. And he dresses up as like a mascot and goes around and starts robbing people's houses, like robbing the presents and shit. It's great. Um, I didn't learn about Krampus until 2016 when I went to Halloween Horror Nights in Disney World, well, Universal Studios, whatever. And you're like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, why is there like a gingerbread? Like, why are we... What is Krampus and why is it like Christmas themed? And right, and that's when Ryan was like, "It's a it's a scary movie." And I'm like, "Oh, word! All right." 
Yeah, I didn't know that was like a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Super real thing. Uh, not as fantastic as the movie. The movie is great. I I've never it. seen the movie. Oh, you should go watch the movie. I'll find it somewhere. We might do that for the, the Christmas party, the podcast Christmas party. Word. Yeah. Seems like a good thing to do. I'm so down with that. The legend of a Krampus-like entity has also found a home in North American and Pennsylvania Dutch communities, Belsnickel. The Belsnickel is a loud, cantankerous guy dressed in furs and carrying a bundle of birch switches. You're seeing the similarities here. (laughs) Who visits children in the weeks before Christmas, asking whether they've been nice or naughty in the preceding year. He dresses in torn, tattered, and dirty clothes topped with a cloak of assorted furs, sometimes adorned with bits of foliage, deer antlers, and other natural decorations. Atop a head framed by a long, tangled hair and a scraggly beard, he wears a cap of furs and more deer antlers. He often wears a scary mask. So, he's a he's a hobo. He's yeah. A, he's a holiday... Psychopathic hobo. Leave it to the fucking people in Pennsylvania <laughs> to come up with a scary hobo. Well, I mean, it's just an extension of like it, it's an extension of Krampus. It's it's Krampus adjacent. He is Krampus's weird cousin. Essentially, yeah. Seriously, that family reunion. I'm telling you, he's the he's the weird cousin that no one wants to come around. Yeah, he's from Atlantic City. <laughs> He is a creature of folklore from the Palatinate region of southwestern Germany, brought to America by German immigrants, who became known as the Pennsylvania Dutch. The figure has persisted in the Pennsylvania Dutch regions of the U.S. and spread a bit wider into the culture, particularly with organizations celebrating the rural lifestyle at Christmas time. So they also celebrate him in... South America, where the German settlers went there too. Hmm. Wow! Yep. All kinds of all kinds of Krampus cousins. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have the I would internet. Love to see them play like yearly flag football. <laughs> they just, just toss children. Yeah. <laughs> they like capture the wreath. Yeah, just toss the severed heads of a ten-year-old. Yep, like Quidditch. Jesus Christ, Sam. <laughs> The golden snitch. I think it would be more like what's that? Well, you know, snitches do get stitches or beheaded by Krampus. One game that the British play. Uh, Rugby. No. Cricket. Is it like they're playing like cricket (laughs) instead of like baseball? Just take a mallet to a nine-year-old. No, they don't even need a mallet. They got a birchwood stick. That's very versatile. It's a very versatile tool. You could be a child with it. You can play a game with it. I figured that's what they were making the uh, the little hoops. Oh, yeah, with the birchwood hoops. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that way they can just... Were they using, like, a leg? (laughs) Yeah, you can use the leg as the mallet, yes. We have figured out Krampus Cricket. (laughs) Hasbro, get on it. (laughs) I don't know if Hasbro... Well, Hasbro does do the Ouija board, so Krampus Cricket might be a thing. You know. I'm okay with that. There's a market for everything. Yes. Thank you, Sam, for coming, and Eric for coming on this journey with me. <laughs> why We're here I come for up, it. Why I come up with ridiculous games we, for we Krampus want, to we play? We want the royalties and rights to this game. Absolutely, <laughs> we, this is this is like a poor man's copyright. Right? Please here. tell me it comes with like a fake severed leg to play with because all different would, colors. I would oh, lose yeah, got, my shit. We got to figure out what the the 
ball would be though for cricket. An eyeball. Yeah, I mean you could do it. I thought eyeball. we were doing a head. Oh yeah, the heads. Spray oh, painted heads, heads. Their heads yeah. are really small. Kids' heads are really small. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's to scale. Perfect. <laughs> scale. It's to scale. Dead. What? <laughs> I love Krampus Cricket. This needs to happen. I'm I'm living for this. Even though it's a British game, I don't know what the I don't know what Germans play. Uh, you I can do know. bocce ball. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what's that one game? The the Krampus freaking... Olympics. Yes. <laughs> this needs to be an Olympic winner. <laughs> I'm dead. I can't. I love. I would love to hear them televise that. They have to. You have to wear a Krampus costume <laughs> the entire time, mm-hmm. and then uh, or and you have to physically act like it. The American team would wear a belts nickel costume. Oh my god! <laughs> whatever region, whatever Alpine region, uh, like the story comes from. Yeah, you have to dress as that one. Yeah. Dude, uh, the we've, celebration we've got would be this. so the celebration yeah. like that they do at the beginning of the Olympics would be so good. Krampus Olympics. Absolutely. Krampus Krampus X Games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Xmas games. The Xmas games. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get back into this before we spend twenty more minutes on this. Some see the Bellsnickel as an amalgamation of the forgiving, gift-giving St. Nicholas and Krampus, a horned half-goat, half-demon who, during the Christmas season, punishes children who have misbehaved. He's basically like if they did the Dragon Ball Z fusion dance. (laughs) Where they come together. (laughs) He just fused with his cousin. Yeah. It's, It's like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. If Santa and Krampus both got in the pod together, and what came out was like... Never seen the fly. Have you seen Malignant? I've never seen the fucking fly, man. No. Did y'all see Malignant? We haven't seen yeah. I have you have? No. On HBO it just came Max. out this year. We haven't seen it yet. Then I won't say anything. It's good. Is it part of the whole, like... Is the HBO exclusive, like, oh. release or whatever? Yeah, everybody so told me to watch it. freaking good. So good. Is I it won't. part of that same like storyline of like the oh not the nu- is it the nun and stuff like no, that? No, no, not, no, okay. no, 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 no. Maybe I was thinking it was part of that. No, Sorry. no, no, no. It's uh, it's on HBO Max. It is so, 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 so good. So watch it, and then my joke would be funny, but it's not right now because y'all haven't seen it. Oh, That's fair. <laughs> Unlike his predecessors, the Bellsnickel doesn't make rounds with Santa. Instead, he visits the homes of children throughout the community on his own. So he's just like a rogue. Like a drunk hobo. He is a drunk hobo. Evil, evil Santa. (laughs) The first hint of his approach is the tapping on the outside of the windows by the switches carried by the bellsnickel as he slips through the darkness just outside the house. Then suddenly the door bursts open and he rushes into the house Instantly menacing the children with his gravelly voice, jerky movements, and probing questions. He quizzes the children on their relative naughtiness or niceness. Have they been nice toward their brothers and sisters? Have they done their chores without complaint? Have they been respectful of their elders? Have they cleaned their rooms? What was something they did that was nice? Oh, this dude rocks, dude. He is going to definitely be a staple 
in the Krampus lore <laughs> of this house. Like, have you kept your room straight? Would you had to, to dress up as Bell's nickel? Uh, burst up in our will. fucking house. Going to traumatize poor Jackson. <laughs> that dead tree out front's going to be my switches. I'll, oh my I'll allow it. Okay. Just record it so I can you're, see it. You're looking at a Belsh nickel now. <laughs> oh my God. The children who can't attest to their niceness are worried with the threat of a swat or two with the bundle of birch switches that the Bell Snickle carries in one hand. On the other hand, those who felt confident in recounting their good acts could expect some treats from the bag that Bell Snickle clutched in his other hand. Those treats generally included small cakes, candies, and nuts. Are they his nuts? I'd really, I, I'm <laughs> going to tell you kids, don't take candy and nuts from a hobo dressed as santa claus <laughs> just don't do it, it no. you're you're gonna regret it and he you're gonna end up with something that only penicillin can cure no oh no it's his nuts isn't it it's his nuts <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> is this an almond joy it's awfully salty for an almond joy <laughs> no it said it was pulled from his bag oh my his fucking bag. god I'm dead. I cannot. There are lots of connections between the Krampus folklore and the rest of the mythology of German-speaking lands. He's related to a variety of vaguely defined spooks or boogeyman characters, the wild Krampus run or the Krampuslauf may be a sort of enactment of the folklore of the wild hunt or furious army. Names folklorists use for fearsome apparitions of ghosts or devils said to swarm in the skies or throughout towns or forests, particularly around the Christmas season. The wild hunt is such an awesome concept. It's just like this march of pissed off spirits of winter just coming to your town and freezing the whole place out. It's pretty wild. They focus on it in The Witcher 3, and it's really cool. Oh, I think Ryan's watching that show. Yeah. Krampus's true origin may be related to a female witch-like figure in Germanic folklore, Frau Perchta. I hope I said that right. Frau Perchta isn't as well-known as Krampus these days, which is a shame because this Christmas-time goddess-slash-witch-slash-all-around-terrifying gal deserves a lot more press. She's a staple in the Alpine regions of southern Germany and Austria, but relatively under the radar in North America. So let's get to know Frau Perchta a little better, shall we? I'm scared. <laughs> I, I, like, if this, if this is what we're top, if this is what we're topping off this episode with, this has to be extremely more horrifying than Krampus. <laughs> Would we be talking about her if she wasn't horrifying? Why do I feel like she's gonna be like the? The icing on the fucking Christmas devil cake. <laughs> She's going to be the lovely little sprinkles. Is it red mm. velvet? Always. <laughs> well, it might be. Is the red velvet blood? Duh. I was kind of hoping for that. Blood and guts. Ugh. How do you think I keep my hair so red? Oh. The blood of my enemies. There you go. <laughs> Frau Perchta was also known as Birchta or Bertha and has also been called... The spinning room lady. I'm not even going to try. 
Spin stubborn frow. Spin stubborn frow. You have to just say it with an angry voice. Yeah, if you anything you need to say in German, you just say it like you're mad. If you just say it like you're stubborn frow. (laughs) I'm so sorry to our people that are listening in Germany. They're screaming. (laughs) They're like, "What the The, fuck?" We're gonna get one star review bombed. Like, it's gonna be written all in German. We're gonna have to fucking translate it just to know what. What's At least nobody on? else can read the bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> they can Google it. <laughs> they can Google Translate it. I think I nailed. I think I nailed that pronunciation. You did. I'm about to. I'm gonna Google that shit. And if you did, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be deceased. I'm gonna die. I'm here for it. Been stubborn frown. <laughs> Look, you said it with such a conviction. That <laughs> it sounds right. We're we're gonna roll with it. So, or spinning room lady. She is often depicted with a beaked nose made of iron, dressed in rags, perhaps carrying a cane, and generally resembles a decrepit old crone. But this old crone packs a mighty wallop and carries a long knife hidden under her skirt. I'm convinced all these spirits are really just like homeless people. (laughs) I'm with you on that. I'm convinced. Like It's like one homeless person... Hundreds of years ago, that fucked some shit up. Yeah. Like, stole some kids, uh, beat some kids with a birch tree. Like spinster ladies. Yeah. I'm convinced. It's all homeless people. (laughs) Like, here, kid, want some candy? (laughs) Comes from my balls. Want some nuts from my sack? Yeah. (laughs) She also bears a resemblance to the Scandinavian goddess Frigga. And both of them share one obsession in common, spinning, specifically and domestic neatness generally. Frankly, she's pretty judgy about the state of your home for a woman who dresses in all rags. Legend has it that you'd better get all of your flax spun by the 12th night, January 6th, for when the Christmas season was over, it would be time to set up the big upright loom at which time you must have enough thread to warp it and start your weaving. So she's just a rude fucking house guest. She's like one of your when you're like passive aggressive aunts. Yes. Yeah. So she comes January sixth. Krampus comes December fifth. Uh, you could say the late in the night of or early in the morning of January sixth, because God knows Santa Claus has a lot of houses to hit. <laughs> But yeah, it's like a month of just fucked up spirits just <laughs> coming to steal children and shit. Love it. And what's Frau Perch's punishment for those lazy ladies who haven't finished all of their weaving? In Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, there were numerous tales of Frau Perchta trampling and even setting fire to the half-spun fibers. And if you should really irritate her... Like, say, not only is your flax not spun, but your house is a total mess. This domestic goddess slash witch hates a messy house. And you've even failed to leave out a traditional bowl of porridge for her? Well, then her rampaging will extend far beyond your slovenly pint spinning room. She'll do nothing less than steal into your bedroom, disembowel you, and replace your guts with rocks and straw. But perched. That's wholesome. (laughs) That's a wholesome tradition. 
I'm here for Leave it. the porridge out, which is a lot like leaving the cookies out for Santa. Mm-hmm. Make sure your house is clean and you've done your spinning. You take down all your Christmas decorations before January 6th. What's the difference between spinning and spiraling? Because I do both of those on Christmas. No, well, spinning like Spiraling's a straight of your uh, uh, frame of mind, <laughs> and uh, which is you constantly. <laughs> And spinning is when you are making clothes or like Sleeping Beauty when she like pricked her finger on the spinning needle thing that I can't spin, but I can spiral. (laughs) You're crashing. That's going to be on a shirt. Can I? You spiraled into crashing. Yep, I do. (laughs) I'm not spinning. I'm spiraling. (laughs) That's going to be a shirt. I love it. (laughs) I'd wear it. But Perchta does more than just check up on your spinning. Other legends equate Frau Perchta with the legend of the wild hunt and say that she flies through the night sky, attended by an army of lost souls, including the demonic-looking Perchten. Her army of servants, who are visually nearly indistinguishable from Krampus. So it's like an army of Krampuses. Yeah. Or Krampi? Crampa would be the plural of Krampus, I would assume. <laughs> you might be onto something. <laughs> the only way to know for sure is context. Krampus rides abroad at St. Nicholas Eve, while the Perchton tend more toward Epiphany, and the last three Thursdays before Christmas, also known as the Birchstall Nights or the Knocking Nights. Also among her army of the night are the souls of unbaptized children. Legend has it, if you hear the wind and thunder roaring and rumbling throughout the mountains on the Birchdale nights, you're really hearing the sounds of Perchta leading the wild hunt. Do not F with Frau Perchta. We got that? Yeah. Um, not, she's not she's a force scary. to reckon with. <laughs> she's re- she has an army of Krampus all ready to beat and steal children. Yes. And... We should, we need to do an episode on the wild hunt because that would I'm be so, so down. fucking cool. But uh, yeah, Krampus though, you think that that holds water? That that might be where the the story came from. They just kind of toned it up a little bit and made it a little bit more fun. I think so. I really I'm gonna go with you on the homeless thing. With some yeah, of these yeah guys. I think it's I think it's just <laughs> mostly homeless people. Yeah, like when you were talking about Krampus. Having one human foot and he's then just one got a hoof. club. He's got a club foot. Or he's missing he's a like shoe. A pirate. No, <laughs> he's missing a shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like got a club foot. He's just covered up in like just whatever garbage. I, I mean, even Krampus <coughs> kind of sounds like a hoboey name. Oh, well, that's just old Krampus. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think possibly uh, we have solved the origin of Krampus. It's <laughs> and all these spirits. And I hope that they don't hear this because I really don't want to get haunted by a bunch of pissed off Christmas spirits <laughs> like Scrooge. Um, but yeah, they might just be a bunch of bums. Porridge is oatmeal, right? I don't fucking Something know. Something like that. I think so. Okay. I'll make sure to make some of that. Keep me safe. <laughs> January 6th. Yeah. Put it on the if this house it's right before my birthday. If this house isn't clean. It's right before they're my gonna birthday. Slit, she's going to slit your belly and fill you full of rocks and straw. Oh, she's going to make me into a puppet? Like a scarecrow. Yeah, kind of. <gasps> Kinky. <laughs> Can't with you. Yeah, you're 
You're just you're wild, man. She's spiraling. Yeah, I can tell. Not spinning, spiraling. <laughs> Not spinning. I'm spiraling. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Do you think we should bring Krampus into the forefront? Hell yes. I really think that. I I told you <coughs> I, I fought you on the giant Krampus, and now after hearing this tale and seeing him in person when we went to Spirit. Yes, we need a fucking. Krampus. I have been wanting an animatronic Krampus to go in the podcast studio during the holidays for two <laughs> fucking years He's now. Fucking huge! He's like nine foot fucking tall. He's seven and a half foot tall. Thank you very much. He's huge. He's about as tall as a zombie. Yeah, but he's big. He's, like he's huge. Yeah, he would. He would go right in the corner next to the tree. Okay, he'd be standing in front of the little window. Yeah, we could put Bob the zombie on one side. Yeah. It's like his holiday helper. And then Krampus on the, the other. I mean, Bob the zombie, he's eating somebody right now. He's getting his uh, Krampus cricket ready. Yeah. Oh, and then we go full circle. Yeah. <laughs> he's ready for the Xmas games. We Guys, this has been a fun episode. This is so much fun. To, to And we wanted to do some lighthearted stuff. Um, yeah, we've been doing like coming off of the November to December, and then the summer slaughter. Yeah, we, yes. so we're gonna do some fun stuff coming up. Yeah, um, like I said last week, we're gonna do three episodes this month, mm-hmm. and we're taking two weeks off um, to to let because everybody's got holiday parties, everybody's yeah. got stuff to do. Um, but we'll be back at the start of the new year with all sorts of fresh content. It's gonna be fun. And uh, yeah, next week we have some gnomes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, more and then, gnomes! And then uh, yeah, we're doing some holiday rituals. Fun. Right up my alley! And if I'm you was so excited for the rituals. <laughs> oh my god! If you want to keep up with all this fun, make sure you guys are following us on the socials: Facebook, Instagram, the TikTok. Twitter. Twitter. Make sure you guys are downloading the episodes. The only way that you are going to be supporting this channel is by downloading. So make sure you're downloading. It helps us. We enjoy it. Please do that. Yes. We like it. We love it. We want it. And thank you guys for all the support. Yes. We are like actually like chugging along. Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving this. We couldn't do the show without listeners like you guys spreading the word. So spread it around like wildfire. Spread the word about the show. We love you guys, and we're ready to ring in the holidays with you. Happy holidays. And be sure to look out for Krampus on December 5th. Make sure you don't wake up with a demon over your bed with a birch stick. Well, guys, thank you for listening, and we will see you next Fright Day. Bye. Bye.